Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So I hit a really obvious metaphor the other day with my daughter, um, but I think obvious is still worthy of being shared. So um, this was about avoiding pain. Uh, and I was saying, you know, avoiding emotional pain or avoiding distress or discomfort emotionally is exactly the same as trying to avoid pain physically. It's not going to happen. You know, you know that there's no way to avoid physical pain in your life. There's no way that you could really set up a scenario where you would never feel any physical pain ever, that your toe would never get stubbed or you would never slam a hammer on your finger or, you know, any of the things that just happen by accident in life because it's kind of the cost of living. It happens. Um, And that's why I said this is kind of an obvious metaphor. But it was still there was still juicy stuff in it. Um, You can't avoid pain physically. So you might as well kind of get better at handling the pain. Because you know, if every time you do stub your toe, you just fall on the floor and lose it and like can't get back up and walk again, uh, you're totally distraught, you let it wreck your day, you decide to not go anywhere or walk anywhere for a week, because you know, like this, this is this is going to be a problem. Um, instead, finding ways to cope with the physical pain, especially we adults know this. I mean, when we see a child handle pain, it's way different than how we handle pain. And it doesn't mean we have to bottle it up. We shouldn't bottle it up. The pain is still going to be the pain. So that's not what I'm getting at here at all. But we do find ways to cope with it. You know, it's like ways to talk with ourselves in a moment of extreme pain. It still feels like extreme pain. That hammer still came down really hard on my thumb. Um, And it's okay if we cry about it. So again, I'm not like advocating bottling things or not having a reaction at all. But there are certain things like let's say you have a headache um you know as a child it might be way different than as an adult you have a headache and you know how to talk to yourself about it you know how to do the things to take care of it and you know how to do the things to um cope with it and and know that it'll be better tomorrow it doesn't seem like it's never ending you know that you know that that pain will end because you've had enough experiences to know that it will and that helps you cope. So it's kind of the same with the emotional pain. Um, You know it's going to happen. To think that you can avoid it is silly. Life, the cost of life is that emotional pain will happen. And, you know, so instead of trying to avoid it, you might as well get busy learning to deal with it better or, you know, having better coping mechanisms, getting better at managing it or recovering from it or doing the things that you would need to do to check in with yourself to get it healed or handled. I mean, knowing that it won't be there, you know, part of the way that we cope with the physical pain is Yeah, like knowing that we can heal it, understanding what has happened to our sprained ankle and knowing which movements are good to do and which are going to trigger it and knowing how to participate in the healing process so that you will get out of pain as quickly as possible. And then, you know, sort of realizing that it will get better and knowing that gives us a lot of mental headspace to be able to cope with it, know that it's not going to go on forever. And that is exactly how we do with emotional pain too. 
being able to identify what are the components of this and what's going on, what happened, and which parts trigger it worse and which parts are still possible for me to do um, emotionally, you know, uh, not just with the sprained ankle, but like, yeah, which what range of emotional motion is still okay and what things really hurt and what things can I do to heal it? Not just avoid any of the stuff that hurts, but sometimes with a sprained ankle, they have you stretch the things that hurt gently and with awareness. Okay, can we stretch the things that hurt emotionally gently and with awareness um, and doing the things that you need to do to heal and be a participant in getting that pain gone as soon as possible by helping heal it and facilitating that healing process. The same in the emotional realm, you know, the emotional pain. And then knowing that it is not going to be there forever, knowing, you know, by experience that the pain will eventually stop um, and having your understanding wrapped around that gives you a lot of mental headspace to be able to cope better. So all of that, all of that, which a lot of times in emotional pain, we think it's never going to stop. You know, for some reason, we just are not thinking of it the way that we have to with physical pain, because with physical pain, we're experienced enough, aren't we? Um, you know, but sometimes we have managed to try to avoid emotional pain or we've not been given instructions. Maybe with physical pain, we're being given better instructions, better modeling um, from other people handling their physical pain. We've, we've seen, you know, as a kid, uh, your parent tells you like, okay, it's going to stop hurting. They help us soothe it. They help us kiss it or sit with us when it's happening, uh, you know, and they give us better instructions and better support. But we aren't given that as much with emotional pain. So maybe that is why we are less equipped to handle it and, you know, are still trying to avoid it. Um, and instead of, you know, really taking part in the healing of it. Um, but also, like I said, the modeling, we are able to see others deal with their physical pain and they model that outwardly to us. Um and maybe they don't model that outwardly a lot at all with their emotional pain. And maybe we should because that would be helpful. You know, I mean, there's as an adult, as a parent, there's many times that I have modeled physical pain. I couldn't help it. You know, it's like uh, the door got slammed on my hand and my kids saw me in pain and they saw how I had to deal with it. Or I had to tell them I have a headache today and I need this, this and this to happen. Or they saw me looking up something um, to understand my headache better. Um, and we kind of need to do the same with emotional pain, too, where we model it and let them know how is it going and what is happening and, you know, what I'm thinking through right now and we kind of keep it under wraps and keep it away from them for fear that it will be like too scary for them but physical pain and emotional pain can be scary but it's it's kind of an injustice to um suppose that our kids are it's going to be too scary for them because then they miss out on the modeling and stuff so that was you know the first part of the metaphor but then it really kept going um because my daughter was uh pitching in and kind of making assumptions of which direction i was talking in and it happened that you know i wasn't even the direction i was talking in and she was kind of going in her own direction with it um because she was saying she's like yeah yeah you know because we were mainly talking about you know you cannot avoid emotional pain um you just like you cannot avoid physical pain um and she said, yeah, 
Because if you try to avoid physical pain by sitting in the house all day and like staying in one chair forever so that you never get up and never do anything else and never have any movement or any risk of anything happening, then you'll actually create pain of a new kind. Your muscles will get sore and you'll have like sores on you, um, you know, like bed sores or whatever. um, And you'll have like atrophy and everything will lock up. And um, I was like, wow. Wow, yes. <laughs> and the metaphor goes that way too. I mean, I wasn't thinking of someone in this highly extreme case, like trying to avoid physical p- pain by like, you know, locking themselves in their house um, in some sort of like phobia and never tr- moving or trying to do anything and c- trying to like halt life so that they didn't experience any physical pain. Um, because they thought of it as too extreme, you know? It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, like, who would really do that? I mean, we're trying to use metaphors that make real sense. But this one still makes sense. And, of course, there are people that really do things like that. And certainly there are people that really do that when it comes to emotional pain um, that absolutely, metaphorically, lock themselves in their house, um, emotional house, in their inner house, um, and do not experience things intentionally and um, are extreme with it to try to avoid emotional pain. Um, so anyway, using her example, it was like, all right, well, even if it isn't extreme, though, even if somebody just does less, they don't jump on trampolines or do much physically because they're trying to avoid pain. Um, and they, you know, are scared of pain physically. They don't you know, cope well with it or whatever. Even in that case, they are going to actually be more at risk for pain. They're going to have less mobility and maybe less fun, but that's not a physical pain thing. Um, But yeah, more stiffness, more, you know, ailments that have to do with their body and its stiffness and rigidity and non-fluidity, like fluid motion, Um, you know, more pains. They're going to have more aches and pains. Uh, Funny enough, they will end up resulting in a situation with more pain because they were avoiding pain. Um, you know, in a physical sense, having to do with physical pain. And then that metaphor crosses right over into the emotional pain stuff, too. Because as I said, there are people that are doing the extreme, where they are extremely shutting down and closing themselves in and making sure they don't experience much emotionally at all and don't take any risks and don't move around emotionally at all. They're just kind of a shut down emotional being so that they can avoid pain. But just like the bed sores and the total lockdown of the muscles that she was talking about with the person that sits in the chair all day, um, they will end up creating pain. And I feel like the same is true in the emotional realm. They will have total lockdown um, and stiffness and disconnect from their own emotions that will create pain in and of itself because it will feel like disconnect with the self, which is just painful. It will feel like deep boredom and, um, you know, just a place of not aliveness, you know, just I don't even feel alive. I'm numb. And that is a pain all in itself. That is an excruciating one, probably one of the worst kinds um, of pains to feel um, because it's such a disassociated kind of feeling and stuff. So um, that can be a result of 
you know, avoiding emotional pain. But even in that little more gentle, you know, kind of zone of, you know, like we were saying with the physical body, like maybe they go out, they're not in an extreme case where they've locked themselves in their house, but they are kind of avoiding physical pain in other ways in the moderate amount, like not jumping on the trampoline. It still ends up creating some pain in their lives um, later because they, you know, don't have as much range of motion, deal with more stiffness, more injuries, more um, just aches and pains. Um, and they don't get to enjoy their body. So anyway, same deal, same deal with the emotional pain. Um, even in that moderate range where, yeah, sure, you allow yourself to experience things, but not too terribly much because you're still sort of backing off and shying away when things get really risky emotionally because you're trying to avoid some emotional pain and you're not jumping out there and jumping on the trampoline emotionally and like taking a big risk that could be a big win um, and that is fun or whatever, but, you know, could be um, something that causes pain emotionally. Um, so... Same deal, though, right? Because it still causes pain, too. You have less range of motion. You're experiencing less things. You have a little more disconnect. You don't you have more boredom um, and less like satisfaction. And you have a little less of a feeling of living if you are you know, avoiding risks and shying away and backing up when, you know, there's a big emotional leap to take uh, because you're afraid of that emotional pain or you're kind of shutting down or shutting off when things get iffy emotionally. That'll be the same thing, won't it? Like even in that moderate range where you're just not quite as alive as you could be, not quite as satisfied as you could be if you are really experiencing things because you're just a little bit more shut off from the possibilities of experience which brings in boredom and unrest and things inside of our person that suck those are really you know pretty respectable uh emotional pain types of things you know like they they are they definitely classify as a solid amount of emotional pain um to feel like that or even just like stiffness of person if you're not very flexible as a person if you're kind of rigid um as a person if you're not trying things if you're feeling kind of uncomfortable with yourself all the time because you are doing a lot of avoiding of emotional pain i mean th those things can set in other types of pains uh like discomfort with the self uh you'll be experiencing just like the trampoline thing you have a less a lesser amount of range of motion and therefore experience more discomfort when you're moving because you didn't jump on trampolines and try the other stuff and like really fully enjoy your body and so emotional pain same deal you know you have a higher level of discomfort because there's just not that suppleness and that movement and range of motion in your emotional body because you're shying away and um, not taking those risks and really jumping on that emotional trampoline uh, you know and all of this is not to say by using the exact same metaphor not to say that i'm like encouraging like absolutely you know hazardous behavior physically or emotionally i don't mean go do something stupid like you know um whatever 
jump off of a cliff with a mountain bike and no helmet on. <laughs> like what? You know, I'm not saying, you know, something ridiculous physically that's just a bad decision, a poor choice, um, just for whatever, being unafraid of physical pain. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Not in that way where you're, you know, just trying to prove that you're unafraid or something. And the same thing with emotional. I'm not saying make stupid choices to do something, you know, like get involved with um, an abusive addict or something, you know, uh, no, not things that are not going to make any sense or be healthy or be balanced at all. It's not about proving that you don't care about emotional pain or physical pain or whatever, you know, it's the other, it's the other. Um, and so that may be, you know, an extreme that I didn't even have to clarify, but just in case, like I'm not advocating just like wild, un, uh, you know, thoughtless behavior, but I am saying, you know, if there is a avoidance of pain, um, take a look at it because it doesn't work. It's a silly thing that we try to tell ourselves. It's just as silly as saying, oh, I'm going to avoid ever feeling any physical pain. Like, man, you know, like you'll sneeze real hard and, you know, do some weird thing to, I don't know, your rib um, and be in pain. You know, like it just happens. It just happens. You can't avoid physical pain if you're living. And you might as well not try to or not make that your goal. You might as well make it your goal to be able to cope with it the best you possibly can when when it happens by knowing your body well and being in command and being skillful with it um, by knowing about your body and knowing how to heal it by you know checking in with your body and all those kind of things uh, that would help you to be as best equipped for physical pain as you possibly could. And the same goes for the emotional pain. You know, it is silly to try to avoid it. It's not going to happen. People say it all the time. It's cliche, but somehow we still <laughs> try to do this. And it's totally um, that same thing. Instead of trying to avoid emotional pain, why not just get prepared for it? Why not get ready? Why not be as skillful as you can in knowing yourself and checking in with yourself and, you know, um, enjoying that full range of emotional motion, really, you know, moving in all the emotional spots that you can and knowing about it. Um, and like I said, checking in and just being prepared, knowing how to heal, knowing what would be needed if something should happen to heal and get yourself prepared and ready and, you know, spend your time that way instead of spending your time avoiding pain. So like I said, pretty, pretty obvious metaphor, but man, we had fun fleshing it out because it really helped illustrate, um, you know, what we were talking about at the time. And then she found this other, you know, avenue that I wasn't even thinking of, but the metaphor is still held. And I love it when that happens too. Um, so I wanted to share. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find that it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.